for this team training, and so she will not be responding to you until at least Friday, because we will be back Thursday, and if she responds, I need you to tell me, because we're going to be able to find out. And y'all will see me at church next week, smiling and laughing, and probably about 10 pounds heavier, because we need to get away, and, and we're taking dinner, because this is winter break, because of Freeman, and, uh, and we're taking one on Sarah with us, so... Keep in mind, you are getting ghosted this week, and if you don't, I'm going to fight it all. Will you stand to your feet with me? Can we give God some praise? I'll tell you, we got something. Every one of us got something to be grateful for. Man, I'm going to say, can we give God about 10 seconds of praise, not just like that? Good for you. If you know how good he is, he is yours. 
just Israel. I am the Lord who opened a way through the waters, making a dry path through the sea. I called forth the mighty army of Egypt with all its chariots and horses. He's making a reference to leaving Israel and saving them and helping them escape slavery.
He's going to come soon, too. He says, he and God will send an army against Babylon. Babylon represents whatever you're battling, whatever's weak in your life, whatever continues to put you in. You've either been your head against the brick wall of patterns and things in your life, or you just give it up and settle for Babylon. You just let yourself just be consumed by it. Because you can live in Babylon, but not be ruled by Babylon. He says, I will. He said, I will come through for you. God will come and get you out of Babylon, but it's going to be a battle. And here's the awesome thing when you read the scripture. Our dreadlock came before the Babylonians. Check this. But the prophet Haggai, the book of Haggai, goes before him, comes after the Babylonian dreadlock. Babylonian captivity. And Israel has to come back. And you have to rebuild your land. When you get to come back, and you got to, you've made a lot of Angel began to tell her, oh, she's like, man, God wants to reconnect her. I mean, he's 
can change his entire life. See, we like to change names, and I'm doing this, and we like to put filters on it, put posters on it, and in person, but Jesus changed him before he changed his name to Peter, Stephens, and he took the testament to Jesus. Jesus, just like you got that. I hope. The 
says, I want you to forget all of that. I want you to forget what I said on the internet. I want you to forget everything. Even the big moments, you're saying, Maybe I'll forget that one person. Forget that you went through hell in Egypt. Forget about all that. Because I do not want your interpretation to limit what I'm going to do with your life. So here's the thing is, you project on your future. situations and relationships and opportunities and seasons and all those things, and you have low or great expectations. And you're just waiting, you're just waiting for people to screw you or for the bubble to burst. And you don't realize that that very perspective, that very fear that causes you to please everybody so that you don't get good things in your relationships, is the very thing that sets into motion the things you fear the most. Says, I want you to forget that right now. I don't want you, I want you to trust my perspective. And the only way to do that is to take your chance. Forget about it. The problem, what man believes in his heart, so is he. You worship your recognize. The problem wasn't Babylon. The problem wasn't Babylon. Thank you. 
we keep trying to please everybody because we're afraid of what people think. I don't think the parents can take their kids to church. And that was our biggest objection. Because we keep trying to go back to to drugs and substance and success and respect and promotion in your life. He says to her, you will be sacrificed because if you think what I do for you, so you will never touch me. And she said, this is in off the Trust me. Tell somebody right here. 